0: Online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM, Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2.
1: You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2, that there were the Sex Pistols, Holiday in the Sun. I'm in Hawaii. Have you got some sort of Hawaiian jingle there, Matt Morgan, in London?
2: Uh, yes, we have. I'm just curious. Go on, then.
1: See, why do you not I anticipate don't.
2: these things? I don't know. It's just more laid back. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, uh. Well, go yeah, on. I thought it's, you were going to do it's... something without you've asked for it. Come on. What, do, what do you think I'm going to do Riff on it! it.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what it's like when you're in Hawaii and you see a hula girl or something and coconut falls on your head? Here, do you know they chop coconuts down out of the. Turn it off now, Matthew. I'm finding it disturbing. Right, you know they, they take coconuts out of the palm trees in case they kill people. So even the idea of a lovely coconut tree, that is potentially a death trap. Really? So, yeah, so when you think I'm living it up... They're pretty high, mate. They're 12 foot. And do you know pineapple don't even grow out of a tree. They come emerging out of the ground like mole rats mewling Ugh, at the sun. Not trust <laughs> them again. <laughs> don't eat pineapples, baby. Let me tell you. They'll destroy you all. So it's going to be a hell of a show this week, right? I'll be telling you about my experiences in Hawaii. That include this week surfing, more surfing. I've developing a bruise across my rib cage and I've seen a turtle thing swimming about. And also I've developed what can only be described as some Inside a gay crush on Mikey, the oh, surf no. instructor. he's some sort of windswept gorgeous man-god thing. He's lovely, Matt. Is it sexual? Well, he just... I don't think it's sexual, I dunno, you judge some of the things I think while I'm looking at Mikey. I think things like this, um, oh Mike, hold <laughs> me, um, Mike, you are Poseidon, god of the sea, guiding me over the sputum of the ocean, and then, right, because he does things like, right, I have to surf laying prostate on my, or prostrate, I always get mixed up with that, which is a shame because we did that campaign to tell people to have a dig round up their back passages, case of an illness. Um, right, prostrate on on the board. Mike sort of he lays down behind me with flippers on. Right, pushing the the. I'm sorry, I, I
2: think I've heard enough.
1: <laughs> then he goes, Paddle, Russell, paddle. <laughs> and oh, then I just God. paddle for all I'm worth, Matt. And like, sort of, I paddle all like Matt. Then I have to op up onto my knees on the surfboard. And I don't know, I just, you know, it's like, you know, how I got, when I used to get those limo bikes, you know, when you get picked up by a motorbike instead yes, of a taxi. Yes. which just because of being on the back of that limo bike, I just sort of feel like I was their sort of girlfriend a bit. You know, it just would make me feel vulnerable. Sounds and I up, think right, it's, it's like, like that. Mountain. It's a bit like Brokeback Mountain. Um, I've suggested to him that the two of us, to you know, to really push the surfing up to the next level, go on a little camping weekend. Oh just
2: What's leave that? on Friday. So is uh, what is he sort of big blonde rugged man?
1: Yeah, he is blonde. He looks like he's made out of leather and weather. Blonde hair he is. The smell of sea ever about him. A lovely laugh. He spent time. He was in a water polo team, and he spent time in the special forces as well. I thought, oh, you would apply some special force to People me. Are you are in love, love with
2: this guy.
1: <laughs> I'm just feeling a little, I don't know, Matt. Maybe it's the sunshine. Maybe it's the coconuts. I don't know what's doing it. but Something's making me feel all sorts of crazy emotions for Mike. Why don't you make a feeling? move on
2: him? What, are you...
1: how? What? just suddenly, I don't know, how do, you, how do you go about something like that? You know, if, you, if you're If you in a situation when you've got a crush on someone, sort of a burly, butch, uh, sort of, surf instructor, and you're both heterosexuals, how do you make a
2: move? I reckon what you should do is go, Oh, I've been stung by a jellyfish. Much <laughs> suck the poison out.
1: <laughs> Would you save oh, me? Mike, you wouldn't leave me dying here, would you? In the ocean, I'm full of jellyfish poison, all in my groin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Suck it out, Mike! Oh no. That's it, then sort of stroke his hair. That's it, you're a good girl, Just <laughs> so slap him in that. Yeah, but you can't dominate Mike i can't no one can dominate mike matt mike dominates the oceans he's a king above the elements themselves so yeah so that i've been doing them surfing lessons with him uh i've been Have you doing learned any surfing
2: though because it just sounds like you're I've learnt what it is
1: to be a man. I've (laughs) learnt what it is to have feelings. Who cares for surfing when you feel such forces within you? There's an ocean inside my heart and its name is Mike. Um, No, I've learnt a bit about surfing. Right now, I can lay on my belly on a surfboard. I can sit up on a surfboard as long as I'm constantly aware of the ocean moving beneath me. And I can hop up onto my knees for a brief period as well. Wow, that sounds amazing. (laughs) <laughs> that sounded quite cynical, Matt, as if you're not really
2: impressed b- Ooh, by You basically can lay jealous. on a board and kneel on it. <laughs>
1: as long as Mike's there clutching the back end of it, I can do anything. I'd follow him <laughs> to the end of the earth, I would. So it's going to be a hell of a show today. We're going to, uh, well, we'll probably talk to people's answer machines, will i Because everyone in England's asleep, because this is pre-recorded. Noel Gallagher will ring his answer machine. And Tim Westwood going to
2: come and talk to you, Matt. Uh, well, he might. I think he was, he's going to phone up and talk to you. What do you mean, phone me up here and and come here and talk to me? What am I in trouble for using his noises?
1: (laughs) Yeah, interfering with his bum noises. Ridiculous way to behave. Was he all right about that answer phone message we left him? I think so, yeah, I think he was amused. On last week's show, we left a message for Tim Westwood because we're doing our show from Tim Westwood's studio. We interfered with all of his buttons. Any of you that are listeners to Tim Westwood's show will know that he's not a man who uh, has his buttons tampered with lightly. He's a very private man. I once accidentally brushed against his inner thigh and he very nearly bit my ear off. So we've got some uh, lovely emails here. Do you remember, um, Matt, last week that we spoke briefly about uh, Brian Harvey? running himself over Brian yes. Harvey formerly V17 running himself over in his own car this person here Joshua Spencer says uh, I looked up the incident because I was curious about it I found it confusing and amidst all the rumors of him Brian Harvey being drunk or drugged behind the wheel it was eventually confirmed in a statement from Harvey that the reason that he uh, that he had difficulty with the car is because he had eaten too many jacket potatoes <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm <a> bit sick
1: <laughs> what <laughs> that how many jacket potatoes would you have to eat before you even considered running yourself over?
2: I don't know, but it, you know, it defeats the laws of physics anyway, so. <sighs>
1: Unless Jacket Potatoes operate some sort of portal to a, a parallel world where you can run yourself over five minutes after you've got in your car. I think
2: I don't Brown see how Brown was using Jacket Potatoes in uh, Back to the Future.
1: <laughs> I think the flux capacitor was simply <laughs> complicated jargon for a jacket spud. gigawatts! <laughs> right, OK, so yeah, what we'll do, we'll talk to Tim Westwood later on the show. Thank you very much for all your supportive emails and because I mentioned that I was at the Turtle Bay Resort in Hawaii, now oh, the Turtle no. Bay Resort in Hawaii, uh, hotel switchboard and email is jammed with messages of lovely support, making my fame slither across the ocean like a black, cruel mist of fame. Glorious fame! Oh, yeah, it's better though.
2: <laughs> Isn't your hotel annoyed with you? Because now yeah, they you're just some me. anonymous bloke who's getting a lot of emails. Who is this pervert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just think I'm some sort of web pest, which
1: isn't too far from the truth when you think about it. Yeah, but look, listen to some of... Let's have a look at some of these letters of support. Here are, this is from Tony Bradbury. Hello, Russell. I'd just like to say I always eagerly anticipate your uh, podcast. I am a taxi driver in Barnsley, and your... All right. I'm a taxi driver in Barnsley, and your podcast goes down the street with my customers. It soon shuts... T- piss edge up when they hear what's coming through my speakers russell brandon matt morgan go down retreating Barnsley. hope it's not too hard for you out in paradise making your big film you poor bugger hope it's not too hard for you <laughs> thanks for the laughs and keep up the good work the two of you tony bradbury at j&m taxis <laughs> he's advertising his taxis if you're in the Barnsley area and you do require a taxi why not use j&m taxis that, please don't listen to the rumours that Tony Bradbury is a dangerous pervert. Oh who come on! All, the... all right, <laughs> Tony Bradbury's not a dangerous pervert. He's a lovely man. I'd love to be in the back of his taxi. I'd like to be sick all over his seats. Right, here. Are. and uh, also, right, I'll be telling you about horse riding. There's been more horse riding adventures. There's been sunburn adventures. But can we listen? I'd like to just play. Other than a little bit later when I've got a special treat for you, Matt. Oh, yeah. Do, are, you, are you excited about this, well, the I'm nature excited. of this treat?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, we will, We shall be talking to... some I've more got of your gin... rubbish
2: T-shirts? <laughs> your cast-off clothes, now you've moved on.
1: Once in a while, when I discard some of my clothing, I do like to give Matt Morgan first dibs.
0: Now that <laughs> ungrateful
1: boy has described it as, a, what did you say? It's like a jumble sale for the blind or something uh, sort of that
2: sort. Of Jimmy Somerville's jumble sale, I would say.
1: <laughs> a gussy jumble sale.
2: It's all pink writing (laughs) over everything.
1: (laughs) I was having a difficult time. This was even before I met Mike the Surf King. (laughs) Listen, let's listen just to English music, except a little while later in the show, we'll be talking... Oh, British, yeah, sorry, I do get caught up in that. It's so ever since I became a fierce racist. <laughs> I am not a fierce racist. I believe that we live on a little village called Earth, and, you know, and the universe, really, belongs to all of us, and we are all one and all that sort of stuff. You know what I'm into, except when I'm on holiday, when I turn into Enoch Powell. Right, <laughs> OK, so, um yeah, we're going to be talking to a genuine American musician who wow. is doing the soundtrack. Yeah, imagine that, I've captured him here. He does the soundtrack to this film that I'm in, what's called Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's doing the soundtrack, and he's teaching me how to sing. I will be talking to him about the process of teaching me how to sing, and about music in general. I think we're all going to learn an awful lot. But other than him, we'll just have uh, British music, right? So now, are oh, this yeah, this isn't a dead end street by the Kinks because it makes me feel all fierce. That was the Kink's Dead End Street. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. I'm here in Hawaii. Perhaps Matt Morgan there in London could now play a little Hawaiian sound in jingle. Do you think there's any point?
2: No, I think we're over that. Don't so, yeah.
1: forget it. Yeah, we've done it. We've established the idea of Hawaii. What about the... Uh, ha- there, yeah, there we are. That's what Hawaii sounds... I am actually... <laughs> hold on, where's that thing? <laughs> that was the most listless attempt at creating an atmosphere <laughs> on a radio show <laughs> I've ever heard. You might as well have just done a blow-off into your cup I'm town. I'm Baby from, bird.
2: From the gay revelations, you know.
1: Listen, they're not that gay. They're just harmless crushes. I yeah, I've, put a, I've got a flowery thing around my neck. You know how they have in Hawaii? Really? Yeah, I've got one of them on. There'll be photos up on the website. That is the equivalent uh, of
2: going to Spain and having one of them straw donkeys. I bet so the locals what? hate you.
1: The loco, yeah, actually, yeah. When we arrived here at this Hawaiian radio station, they goes, "Oh, you've got uh, those flower things around your neck." Except they said the proper word for it. You're daft, racist. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's offensive, and you're making light of our culture. <laughs> Would you mind leaving with as little <laughs> fuss as possible? No, they were, they thought we were tourists and idiots, really, but, you know, they've been incredibly polite regardless. Now, OK, we've got a lot of things to talk about in this link. Now, i just now mentioned that on the website you will be able to see photos of me wearing this flowery thing, should you wow. so choose to look. Imagine that. Yeah, that's what the Internet's for, ain't it? Oh, I love that's the way the you r- give
2: a little bit back. I Plus, love- are you still Matthew. dressed as Jesus?
1: Yeah, I'm still dressing pretty much as Jesus. I mean, I'm dressing more in my conventional English attire for the radio show, actually, because uh, it's a bit chilly in this Honolulu studio because of the uh, air conditioning or something in my egg box studio thing. It's not actually egg boxes. It's foam what reminds a man of Gilbert Wilkins. I don't know if you remember the Lenny Henry vehicle from the mid-'80s. Well, I do. Well, it's uh, it's a little bit like that. So, yeah, I'm dressed more in typical English attire now, but most of the time I am uh, dressed in what I might describe as messianic robes. Now, um, why is it, Matthew? What's going on with the podcast charts? Well, apparently
2: we're at number three.
1: Number three.
2: And also there's some tragic news about a certain little fishy.
1: What, Christoph, our fish, the fish that we rescued from Birmingham, yeah. that we sent Mr. Nibs, slave to the show, all the way up to Birmingham to collect, bring back to us, then had it had it in Leslie Douglas, control of Radio Two's office. That little fish, Christoph, has died.
2: He's a little dried out thing now. Could be that quite a fetching key ring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Christoph, I think, was something we all treasured a little too dearly, just to turn into some cute appurtenance for finding a key, ain't he?
2: Well, the thing is, I think the illness that Christoph had, although he put a brave face on it, it was actually a lot worse. You know. What well, What do you think Christoph died of? Um, I don't know what it was that Mark Fowler had, but they, they had a similar look <laughs> Pretty in their sure eyes.
1: that it was some sort of fish plague, some punishment from a vengeful fish god. Well, uh, you know, I can only say Christoph brought this on no Christoph, oh no. Why did he have to go?
2: I don't know.
1: TAKE ME! <laughs> TAKE ME! He had
2: so much to give. It was, because he was put in bad water, like that lady told us. He was what that was the lady, what was. He had a urine a infection.
1: F- really? A fish? How can a fish even like have that, a urine infection? Matthew, are you aware of these fish that'll swim up your peel if you're yes, wee into the Amazon? I've heard of Yeah, well, wake up, mate. Have All they
0: right,
1: got their They're air. They're here in the droves. <laughs> They're flying up my urethra like there's no tomorrow. Let me tell you. Mikey, Mikey, so- a
2: fish has gone up me. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Mike! So- 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 a <laughs> 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 Mike, me reef with the
0: live with fish.
1: Clamp your jaws round it. Get it, Mike. Mike, you're not going to let him boss me about like this, are you? <laughs> You've made a fool of me, Mike. Take me to the beach. I shan't swim. Put me on your back. Oh, dear. Dear, oh dear, yeah. Actually, that's if I do ever want to take the relationship up a level, that's obviously the perfect tool. Um, yeah. So we're down to number three now. So now in the podcast charts, please, loyal fans and listeners of this radio show, we know you number in your dozens. Will you please download the podcast? Because not only are we behind the Apprentice, uh, Apprentice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like the Apprentice, sort of a little bit. It's Apprentice, you know. It's kind of it's sort of an Apprentice. Um, the Apprentice, I am. Know for a fact supports killing people in third world countries. That is the the central message of it. And and what's number? And what's number two (laughs) in the podcast chart?
2: Um, I can't remember. Scott Mills. Mills. But they're video podcasts. That's why they're both video podcasts.
1: Oh, so we can only be beaten by this? So video did kill the radio star. Curses! What a perspicacious record it was. Right, Matthew, let's go video. Hmm.
0: (laughs)
3: are <laughs> you
1: scooby-doo
2: <laughs>
1: There's, listen why don't we what well, all we have to do is we'll get we'll get someone to film me over here in hawaii and send it put it on the
2: bleeding interweb yeah well that'd be quite easy wouldn't it we'll be soaring up the charts in no time can you do a, sort of you and mikey some sort of you know like film one of your surf lessons How I'll hard film would that a surf lesson. i want Can't to see well. the on-screen chemistry
1: the on-screen chemistry is pretty sizzling, let me tell you. Sometimes we ride the waves without so much as a board. So stiff are we <laughs> down our trunky wonkies. <laughs> oh. oh, it's a horrible image, I apologise for that to Jesus, to all the prophets, really. Um, okay, so, um, yeah. I want to be number one in that podcast, trial. We took it for granted, Matt. We were number one for about ten weeks, and we said that when we were number one, we would get an ice cream van and tour the country, bringing benevolence and glory and goodness wherever we went, and we did F all about it out of sheer sloth. Sloth. That's one of the deadly sins, you realise.
2: Yeah, but... Ain't it? You know.
1: Why didn't we do anything?
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe because we, we the... still can. We can get back to number one. You do a right. video of you and Mike in love. Right, okay. Don't I'll tell do him what you're of... doing. Just say, oh, we're filming <laughs> this. It's all a right, board. Uh, how shall I approach this, then? I'll just go up to
1: Mike and say, uh, all right, mate, uh, yeah, I was just thinking of filming this uh, swimming lesson a little bit. Would you mind lowering your trunks just <laughs> for, a, for a moment? That's
2: yeah, it, <laughs> Hey, do a moony, <laughs> do a moony. We're all lads together. Oh, hey. look at that moony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a moony. Oh, we're such lads, aren't
1: we? <laughs> Doing our moonies. Yeah, what would be <laughs> even more laddish would be found to slap th- 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 th-
0: th- no. you right on
2: your moony. <laughs> oh, all right. I thought you were going to say so much worse. It's good that you've Send got Send a rocket proximity. to
0: the moon! <laughs> 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 it's a in the rocket visiting the moon!
1: I'm Buzz I'm always second to come!
2: Oh, oh no. no!
1: Sorry! I'm sorry to Buddha! So you I'm should so- be. I am, I apologise. Nope, the in. island. This, <laughs> don't say that, because we have Pearl Arbol here. Oh, not Pearl, Pearl Arbor. <laughs> that weren't as bad as Pearl Arbour. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Pearl Arbol. <laughs> that was just what happened to some bumpkins. <laughs> hey, listen, right, I've got something important to go on about. Let's get us back to number one in that podcast. Download the podcast. Buy new iPods, damn you, and, down- and download... Have you, do you download the podcast, Matt? Um... You idiot! Yes.
2: I I don't know how to do it. I do. I listen to it some... I cut it. Why would I I then download it? it? Like some man with no memory. (laughs) I like that.
0: (laughs) Who's this guy? He really (laughs) got something. (laughs) Hey, he
2: speaks to me. Russell, your choices of of music which reminds you of home are rubbish. What's wrong with them? London Boys by T-Rex, that's good. Carnaby Street. The jam.
1: Can't it be street by the jam? I think you should
2: have going underground by the jam.
1: Going underground? All right, well, you know, why? Because. What musical choices have you got to remind me of England? Uh, And Britain, 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 Europe, calling.
2: The clash. Well, fair enough. Motorcycle emptiness.
1: Yeah, that's good, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's all right, let's have that
2: definitely. Magic bus.
1: The and Albion, I wouldn't mind listening to Albion, baby shambles. I hear he's having a hard time back there, Pete Doherty, the poor lad. They did a secret gig yesterday. How do you know? Dun dun
0: dun dun dun. Oi! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: okay, because well, it's already happened, he done a secret gig. Well, yeah,
2: ca- Camden Crawl thing's on, isn't it? so Oh, right oh the Camden Crawl there in Camden
1: Town, London. Oh, You've never seen happen. It, I bet. <laughs> Oh, the Camden Crawl, Matt, every year I like to go <laughs> along to that boy. Oh, I have a lovely time, the Camden Crawl. No, I wouldn't miss it. Um. Also, do you know what song I remembered very recently? It was the London Boys singing London Nights, where the pards ride and fever the drives you wild. Do you remember that?
2: Yes. and that is it's bad, was not it? Terrible. But that's what sometimes, you're thinking about. I think about it sometimes when I'm looking at Mike in the sea. You're so homesick, aren't you? <laughs> Do you think you and Mike could ever live over here? Do you think he'd, the sea would call to him like a manatee and he'd have to leave? He'd yeah, try and set up it, a life in London. He wouldn't Come like on, it.
1: Mike. Just it Mike, you just settle down and cook me a nice omelette. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the sea, it's calling me. Yeah, he'd never be out he'd of be be listening a to wild a man big like shell.
2: Mike. You'd come home from work. <laughs> All right, Mikey, <okay>, I've got <laughs> some groceries, <laughs> And he'd be like listening to a conch shell. Well, I was like, I gotta go.
1: <laughs> Covering up to a tortoise trying to put it in a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> It'd never settle. A man like Mike needs to be at one with the ocean listeners. Never forget that. You can't make a horror housewife. I believe it was NWA <laughs> or perhaps Tupac. That said. Who said that? You can't make Snoop Dogg said it. Right. Okay, listen. Why don't we listen to another one of my musical choices? I suggest, uh, what do you suggest, Matthew? T Rex. Come put T Rex London Boys on. Yeah. Yeah, and right, I'd lad. like to dedicate this to a very special <laughs> surfer boy, <laughs> <laughs> and hope that one day the two of us could be a couple of London boys living it right up.
0: Oh, yeah, we're uh-huh. love.
1: Oh yeah, we are the London boys. You're quite right to say that to me, Rex. You truly are London boys. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. Thank you very much for your emails over the past week. They've brought great comfort to me in my moments of solace and sometimes in moments of dark onanism. The very thought of people <laughs> sending, <laughs> sending emails, sending wild sexual passion. Um, yeah, let's read just some of those lovely emails. Uh, this is from Kyla in Seattle, US of States. hope things are going well for you in Hawaii. Just wanted you to know it doesn't matter in the world you are, you still have fans who love you. Oh, God bless you. Also, since you're in America, you can start your own new revolution without Matt and see how he likes being left out. Anyhow, keep up all the great work. Love the podcast, even though I let them slip to number three out of sheer negligence. (laughs) They they bring so much laughter to my week. Thanks and best wishes. Thank you very much, Kyla, you lovely American lady. So uh, what was the important thing there? Oh, yeah, I can start a revolution over here. Without me. Not without you, Matthew Christ. We'd need you for the Ministry of Defence or the Ministry of Curmudgeonliness or something. There's no way we could do a proper revolution without you. Here, there is another email here from Lizzie. Hey, Russell, hope you're having fun in Hawaii and Casper is being more cooperative. Casper is not, of course, the uh, friendly ghost. Although, if someone has returned from death, I don't think it matters how garrulous they are. If someone goes, I've recently died... Would you care for a cup of tea? I still think I wouldn't think, oh, what a friendly ghost! I'd think bloody hell, everything I understood about being is
2: untrue. Do we know the backstory of Casper the Ghost? Do they ever say, oh, he was a boy called Casper?
1: Hold on, Marsha, who is, as you know, my dear assistant and in my employ, is nodding her head. What is C- Casper the friendly ghost, Marsha? Master? Ooh, there's been a change. <laughs> master. I'm I allowed
2: to ask you, Master. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I get up on bended knee, will you answer my request about Casper? Yeah, listen, there's no doubt who's in control in my relationship with Marsha, my dear assistant, because uh, earlier when we had to set the clock to time this radio broadcast, M- Max Said You said you heard her scuttling about in this Hawaiian studio like a little church mouse going, Oh, my ears and whiskers. Oh, where do I sit the buttons? Oh, <laughs>
2: she was just being asked to me. time the show and she floundered for a long time. Did she
0: flounder? Because... I've
2: never done this before. I don't know what to do. What, uh, what do I hold? What do I press?
0: How do I press the button? How does clock? time work, Mrs. Crabacks? What if time goes backwards? How do we know there is such a thing as time? If it <laughs> bends out there in the universe, as
1: Einstein said, what if this clock breaks? <laughs> you stupid cow. <laughs> now, how did Casper die, Marsha? I was never a trust. If you don't know how why why you you to She nodded her head and said she knew the backstory. If you know the backstory to the death of Casper the Friendly Ghost and why he's so friendly, in spite of the fact that he died when he was apparently still quite young from his behaviour, then please let us know. Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. In fact, send us any messages, messages of well being. I can also be reached at the Turtle Bay
0: Hotel, <laughs> Hawaii.
1: Just send me what you like. I like feeling popular. Send Marmite um, there. Send me mama and bake beans. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of that lovely stuff. Okay, so this is an email. Oh, yeah, from Lizzie. Yeah, she's saying, uh, hope you're having fun in Hawaii and Casper is being more cooperative. Casper is the horse that I'm, uh, learning to ride for the film that I'm out here doing. Casper, the first week, I was a bit edgy about him, Matt. You know, he sort of, he was a bit uppity, sort of ran around a little bit. Yeah. I never, what, what made me worried, Matt? I know you've, how many times have you done horse riding? Once just once and i remember you, remember you described them as big muscly cowards yeah now these horses that i'm riding they're used to being trail horses which means you know they're for the tolliday makers that come to the resort where i'm staying that means they just, and they just sort of trot along not even trot walk in a like little line one behind the other so they've developed a sort of uh, herd mentality right. right so they're very comfortable and also the, the horse riding lady today said that the horses are like horse prostitutes right and look how far she stretched the analogy she goes oh the horses that you're riding they're like my horse uh, is only ridden by me she said with a glint in her eye and pride clear in her (laughs) voice she goes but your horses they're like horse prostitutes because they have a different rider every day and the relationships they have are transitory and meaningless and based (laughs) on sort of fiscal exchange kept really really building the analogy soulless riders just rutting about on top of them snuffling and confused probably (laughs) because they've got an unhappy home life often they punch the horses. No, she didn't no, say don't. that. That's, that's that's the too far point. Sometimes they um, just want to
2: talk to the horse, though, don't they, really? It's just <laughs> Look, companionship. I don't,
1: wa- I don't want to ride you. Could we, could we just cuddle for a little while? <laughs> I, I My wife just doesn't understand remember. me. She, perhaps it's because, you know, she, she too is a horse and the <laughs> English language is baffling to her. I should have thought that through, really, before I took the marital vows. Um. Yeah, so she goes, they're like horse prostitutes. Well, this horse prostitute prostitute whore Casper that I was riding today, right? There's a bit where, uh, not, not saying so pro- <laughs> just the horse, just the horse, right? Um, like, there's a bit where the lady in charge, uh, Patty, she goes, oh, turn him onto the beach, will ya? Right? Because we're, we're sort of galloping a lot. Galloping, because there's different words, right? Walking, that's just straight walking. Trotting, that means you're getting joggled around a lot. Canter, I don't see how there's one above canter, because canter feels like you're going at the speed of a train, that you've got no control over your life. and your genitals are being flung about like and just being smashed, pounded into the back of this horse. And you're meant to be focusing on your balance. I think, well, how can I focus on anything other than that my nuts is getting all right, crushed up? Then above that, there's gallop, right? So I don't know what happens with gallop unless it goes some sort of sonar thing, unless you go through into another dimension. Anyway, right, so I was just walking on the horse. She goes, can you turn it round this way onto the beach? The other horses were sort of behind me. And because this horse, this horse prostitute, upon which I was on the back uh, is only used to being in a trail. When I tried to turn it on the beach, right, it didn't want to go on the beach. So she goes, oh, just give it, like, a little kick, right? And I, personally, I'm not happy kicking a horse, right? Even though I know that's what you've got to do and everything. No, I think you're at
2: your happiest kicking a horse, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> only when I remember the prostitute analogy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. So, uh, no, I don't like kicking a-, a horse, right? I feel uncomfortable with it. And, uh, like, because, also, you know, you know me, Matthew you see me like around animals or children I tend to just let them be in charge of what they want to do themselves like when I worked in that pub right kids from the estate over the road would come in throw loads of ice about and I like, just go Oh stop it boys good chaps come on settle down right and like the other bar would go get out of it you little gits right and they'd get all really heavy with them um, and it's the same with a horse I just sort of think well if the horse really wants to go that way you know let it right but anyway so she goes give it a kick give it a kick I give it a kick right it reared up on its hind quarters like <sighs> Like a praying mantis, just reared right up, like it was trying to be a man, like the end of Animal Farm, where the pigs decide to become like the farmer, reared right up, and like then I'll sort of just had to sit there, and there's all, remember, there's women folk around me, the actresses from the film, the women from the horse riding expedition thing, all sort of around, shouting advice, oh, do this, touch his ears, tickle his belly, right, I'm just sat on it, then like he got his foot all snaggled in the roots of a bloody banyan tree, yeah, from the set of Lost, and then sort of sat itself down, i've been thrown i like a rodeo rider for about 15 seconds and you know how time slows down when your position of trauma like dear brian Harvey when he's had too many jacket spuds and he's getting run over by his own car <laughs> ridden by a shadow version of himself from yesterday morning like time goes all it was all going all slowly and then afterwards because like i was the only person there that was a man. I, act, I couldn't, like, there was no one. If Mike had been there, I'd have been able to show my true feelings. But I just had to sort of go, They like, oh, go, are you all right? I'm, yeah, God, yeah. No, man, this is no problem for me. Oh, yeah, you know, like, this all act, sounds like, very
2: dramatic, but I reckon if we watched it, it would just be a horse sneezing with a butterfly <laughs> right near it. <laughs> A butterfly <laughs> landed on its nose, and it went, <laughs>
3: like that.
1: Yeah, well, that could cause an atomic war a hundred miles away, <laughs> according to chaos theory. And I think I was at the other end of it. It was proper bonkers, Matt. It was frightening, honestly. And then I, to, then I had to go off doing more cantering with my nuts getting pounded. So now I've gone off Casper
2: a bit. Yeah, they are stupid. When I was on one, it got scared of a wasp. And it would... <laughs> <just, well, laughs> Where's his dignity? I know, no, it was just a wasp was just hovering near its leg, and she was going, Oh, he's, he's, it's alright, he's being scared of the wasp, and there's all people I think, to like control it. I was on it. <laughs> it could have done anything. Yeah.
1: Could just do what it likes. When it wants some dinner, it goes and has some dinner. If it don't want to go to the beach, it rejects it. If it decides to be scared of a wasp, it's ridiculous the way they carry on. Right, yeah. So this, the, the email continues. I listen to the show every week, says Lizzie. Every week, it's very funny. Oh, you guys. I was listening to the podcast on the, my iPod, on the bus to town. Oh, the bus to town. Oh, an image now as unfamiliar to me as the idea of General Zod firing a laser beam
2: out of his nipple. What? You haven't had a, gone on a bus to town for years. You've changed oh, yeah. what you think at home is. Oh, the bus to town. Every day I wow. I'd get the bus into my <laughs> telly show. There I was, sat there with my shopping. <laughs> what a lie. In the
1: end, I preferred a private bus, just with a gentleman up front driving it. I don't know what his name was. (laughs) Lovely chap, though. Yes, and then I'd uh, get out of the bus into the lap of luxury. (laughs) And <laughs> who are those? Then those groupie people. I like those as well. Are they still? Are they still there in bloody? Are they? Yes, we're mm. taking care of those. <laughs> hey, you stay away from them groupies. Groupies, you would remain loyal to me <laughs> at all times. Remember, it's only my seed that can spawn the Messiah. Now then,
0: <laughs> I thought
1: you were the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, well, probably messiahs begat messiahs, don't they? Otherwise, that whole holy grail quests of bloody waste of time ain't it and the knight's Templar and all that rhubarb uh, if jesus's seed ain't nothing but naught nor nothing anyway this email carries
2: on <laughs> thank <laughs> god because <laughs> you the wheels have fallen off what you're saying Whee! i've gone proper mad i've been away for two
1: weeks no one's left to have their photo done with me i've turned into curts from apocalypse now but gay hey Right, so here All my friends have started a campaign to get your podcast back to number one, where it deserves to be. Who the hell downloads The Apprentice podcast anyway? Me and my friends are going to London in a few days. It'll be great where you can tell us the best place to get a pair of skinny jeans. Camden! Go to Camden to get skinny jeans. Me and my friend are going to see you do stand-up in Middlesbrough in July. It will be great. Hope the movie goes well. You won't have time to reply, but it'll be excellent if you could. Well, Lizzie, there you are. I have replied. And I, like you, like nothing more than to ride the bus and... You know, those chauffeur-driven buses I, I tend to prefer. Hey, so Matthew, what do you want to play a song now, then? Yes. Okay, so later on the show will be... But it's actually a choice
2: that you've told me to make. So, that's <laughs> not quite how it works. <laughs> Why don't you have free
1: reign, Matthew, to select any record of your choosing <laughs> as within long the parameters? As it's this.
0: <laughs> Why don't you now
2: kindly select what you've been instructed <laughs> to do? Russell, what's this about you and a goat and a uh, garden gnome?
1: Hogwash! That's what it is. Read it out. What is this out of a, a tabloid?
2: In the, in the sun today. It says go on, uh, I'm gonna change the name of the band in this story, cause it's, this is only here to promote this band, right?
1: Yeah, alright. What, what, should we make up the name of a band? Call, I'll, then? I'll
2: call him Casper. Alright then. All right, call... Here we go.
1: Hold on, I don't want to promote him either. He nearly bucked me off today.
2: No, come call on. It... At least he's got some balls.
0: Can't it be Mike's band? (laughs) Mikey.
2: Is he Mikey or Mike?
1: Mike. Mikey is that Scottish twerp who we have there in London, (laughs) fiddling with the buttons, looking all baffled and confused like he's in a planetarium.
2: (laughs) Okay, right. (laughs) Russell's not gruff at goat. Doesn't make sense. Hmm. Russell Brand got into trouble with Telebosses when he helped smuggle a goat into a studio. He was filming a pilot for a new talk show, Russell Brand's Marvelous Ball Bags. (laughs) 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 Such a lie. His guests, rock band Mike, stopped at a field on the way, stole a goat, sneaked it into his dressing room where it ate his clothes and pooed in his shoes. Instead of being angry, Brand, 31, thought it was hilarious and persuaded furious telly bosses to let the animals stay. Mike, had the band, had previously (laughs) enraged Brand by stealing his garden gnome, but were invited on the show as part of a truce. You're not even in the country. I'm
1: not even in the country. There is no goats here. There's just coconuts
2: and palm trees and the like. This story is set in England
1: this is set in england it's filthy propaganda to he promote w- the band mike yeah and who wouldn't promote him with those pectoral <laughs> muscles with that glistening abdomen with that wistful look forever playing about his
2: eyes he who w- wouldn't wish him a number one hit he'll find out that you're saying all this
1: nonsense how could he ever unless he were to listen to the podcast which would get it higher in the charts so you know and then perhaps with a number one podcast perhaps mike could learn to love me could you ever love me
2: mike take him out for cocktails
1: I'll take him for cocktails baby you know now a list of cocktail names which have sexual connotations dun, 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 I'm slow comfortable screw da, 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 slippery nipple etc etc that's what you'd get on another radio show not this one this is a Russell Brand show on BBC Radio 2 you can send us an email at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk later on we'll be talking to Peter Sellette who is doing the music on this film what I'm doing now and teaching me proper singing and that because I have to sing because I'm playing a rock star in this film now why don't we talk matthew if you could listen to any record now what the hell would it
2: be it would be motorcycle emptiness by manic street preachers i like it a lot i do well, like it in fact i told you about this song <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle emptiness there
1: which is just the sort of feeling that the manic street preachers i don't what do they mean motorcycle emptiness
2: Um, I don't know, but I imagine it's something. It's probably explained somewhere in the lyrics. What's something to do with the futility of living? I don't know, maybe it's that that thing of that, er, what, that book about motorcycles and and the art of,
1: yeah, Yeah, Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance.
2: I'll tell you what we do know about now though. Casper. Yeah? I know how he died. What, Casper the Friendly Ghost? That's him! How did that guy die? I've always been wondering. He died of pneumonia. Which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: terrible. Who wants that at the beginning? Of, why is he so friendly for? Why ain't he all bitter
2: and racked with angst? Well, there's, I mean, there's some weird stuff here. It says, like, there's a hell in Casper's world, so there must be a heaven, yeah. but he's not in heaven. He's just floating around having adventures. So he's, so he's bad, then. He, well, you know, he wasn't bad enough for hell, but he wasn't good enough for heaven. Well, not good enough. Hey, that should be the title of our first album. If we ever make one, why wouldn't we, though? Well, we're going to hear some singing from you later, aren't we?
1: <laughs> I don't think we'll hear singing from me because uh, I don't have to do no singing. Oh. Peter Saletti here. He's scoring the soundtrack to this film. I think scoring the soundtrack is probably the wrong sort of no one can To this film I'm doing, Forget, forgetting Sarah Marshall. We've done other soundtracks and all. He's a musician and that over here in Merricky. So we'll talk to him. We can talk to him about his own career. But as you obviously are well aware, I'll be constantly trying to turn the conversation around to me. So, um. <clears throat> What have we got to talk about here? Oh, yeah, here's some emails. Dear Russell and Matt, you guys totally rule. You're famous in Canada. Well, two people know you. Does that count? I love the accents you guys put on every three seconds in the show. These are our accents. This is from, this <laughs> is from, this is from, from Zanra Thor. I listened to your pop, Zanra Thor? That brilliant. He's some sort of evil villain. <laughs> Zan! <laughs> you will do my bidding,
0: or I will just crush you.
1: Well, Xanrathor says, uh, like, look, he's going to start an army of uh, Brandy Knights. That's wow, alright, that's, that's good.
2: It's... With that name and Brandy Knights. Yeah. He's the sort Zan of person who might one day block out the sun.
1: Zanrathor could block out the sun if it took his fancy ever. Crikey. God knows. Zan, thank you for your support there in Canada because I'm going to the Montreal Comedy Festival and if I'm not mistaken, Montreal's in Canada so the support of Zan Rathor will be very welcome. Dear Russell, says Catherine in Oxford, after hearing you grumble that your fame in England has no currency in Hawaii, I thought I'd inform you that you're still in British magazines, she exclaims. I see a photo of you in Heat magazine last week looking very happy about something can at LAX Airport. You had the biggest picture on the spotted page. So, <laughs> the spotted page? The most lowly of all the pages in Heat magazine. What well, about that time Let's you
2: were spotted? Uh, you were in that... That's all just right, a list, yeah. isn't it? When you, What, what was it's that about, Russell? Could you just remind us?
1: I don't really rightly remember, Matthew, what that was about that time. a no huge s- fart that me. you did at Heathrow <laughs> well,
2: Airport and it got spotted and put in a magazine. <laughs> someone
3: a
1: spotted fart. Someone <laughs> spotted my flatulence. It was so powerful it developed <laughs> its own personality. It became an entity in its own right. It's it still doing a column
2: somewhere. in Heat, actually, that fart. It's, <laughs> it, it's very, doing
1: rather well. Very assurbed. I hear it's, it's number four in the podcast charts. <laughs> <laughs> so we better watch out. That guy's ambitious. Dear Russell and Matt, says Jennifer, from new jersey see we've got all sorts of fans in america i'm a listener from new jersey and i love your show don't be sad that no one knows you in hawaii did i come across a bit pathetic in the show last week uh yeah (laughs) good good well that's okay that's what i was aiming for you're well loved here on the east coast of the state no one is famous in hawaii unless you're on that program lost in which case you can't get two steps out your door without being bothered
2: oh you should go and see harvey the guy from lost the big guy he came on the MTV show, didn't he?
1: Oh yeah, when we used to do the MTV show, yeah, he was that big fat fella, Harvey. <gasps> you it. said fat. <laughs> so what? Who cares? Who's going to stop me? The government, the Catholic Church. I'd like to see them. <laughs> <laughs> fat, 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 fat.
0: Oh, no, I don't
2: say that. Why? He doesn't right, know
1: how can he not know? What does he think he's doing <laughs> when he's putting on his trousers, occupying a tent? Oh, no! What, what have I said? No! <laughs> Harvey, I'd like... Hold on, let me write a quick record. It's about a little guy called Harvey. Harvey, I love you. There's nothing wrong with your weight. Harvey, I love you. I want you to be my mate. Oh, Harvey, you're the best thing that ever is. i lost. Oh, Harvey, oh, Harvey, I'd like to... I don't know, make you come. Toss you are at... <laughs> no, Perfect. That's fine. That does has a lovely rhyme there. Now, if that doesn't soothe Harvey's troubled ego, I don't know what will. Here, I bumped into the wife of a cast member from Lost today, the Scottish one from Lost. Name Who's the Scottish dropper. one?
2: And that's rubbish. <laughs> you don't know his name, and it was only his wife.
1: Well, yeah, well, this ain't dropping a name, I'm dropping, dropping a reference. Yes, I said droffing. <laughs> so what?
2: You've invented so some wonderful perfect. new words, haven't you? Is this yours yep. and Mikey's love language over there? I'm going to droff you.
1: <laughs> Mikey, if I droff you, will you take me to Pearl Harbour? <laughs> Please, Mikey. Oh, how they glisten. Yeah, so um, oh. I am inventing a language. Well, pearls do glisten, don't they? Oh, what else yes, would a pearl course. do? Come on. I'm an ER, this is from Rebecca. I'm a fan of (laughs) your ER, Gavia, Crikey a Light Apples and Pears. (laughs) I've got a letter here from someone called Rebecca. I'm a big fan of yours living in the United States. I'm a college freshman here. What is a freshman when it's at home? Someone who's just gone there. (laughs) We'll find out later from Peter select when he comes on here what a freshman he is. He's an American. And I don't have much money, says Rebecca, but I would love to come to England and see your live gigs. I've been listening to your podcast, and every time I do, it makes me want to be there. I don't have a job. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> She's a student. <laughs> Alright, because my college won't let me work in my chosen field during school. Would you want to be a farmer? <laughs> if you suggest some ways that I could make enough money for a plane ticket, I would be eternally grateful. As conversation, oh yeah. I can offer you. <laughs> well, just come over. We'll pay for you, girl. On the. Uh, I'll pay for a night out on the town at my favourite bars in New York City. Dearest love, Rebecca and her phone number. Hello there. What? What about that? Yeah, but everyone sends their phone number and emails. It's not, come
2: on, is it? I thought it was written from Rebecca and her phone number. Like her phone number was a little person that went through life with her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like, I suppose in a way, your phone number, the, you, you break it up in a certain way, don't you? You know, it becomes sort of a friend to you, in a way. I mean, say you say your phone number to someone and you do the rhythm. It's free ain't free, diddly eye chai, diddly eye chai chai. And yeah. then they say in a different way. I feel a great deal of a rolf towards yeah, that person. Yeah,
0: that's true, actually.
1: Yeah, why can't they simply say it back in the same way? Right, so this is Russell Brand. If you want to email us, you can at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. I'll be talking to Peter Salette a little bit later. He scored this soundtrack of a theme tune for this programme that we're doing here. And uh, tell us about anything at all, really. Just, you know, just go on about your own lives and feelings. M- Matt, why aren't we doing Cry for Help, helping people there? Because, because I, it's think too early in the morning.
2: I think that's gone the way of uh, our little fishy friend.
1: What? We don't like that item, though. No yeah,
2: sort of. You know, it's it's, a, it's an organic we've gone process. It. Yeah. Yeah, but it gives us a chance to talk to listeners. I thought you were going to read out emails of people saying don't be homesick, but they're all, all pre- right. American people. I thought you wanted British people getting oh, Weetabix and things. <laughs> Hold on, here's one. But we've got to have the Rush. news. soon. All right, we'll have some news. What do you want?
1: You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're living in the world. Look out your window. What's going on? So uh, yeah, here's one. Dear Russ and Matt, don't be homesick. I'm just in England having some Wheatabix now. or No, it's not. Or you could have Otabix. Now me personally, Russell Brand, I'm against Oatabix because Wheatabix, that's a word that we've had since childhood. And do you remember them adverts when the Wheatabix were portrayed as little skinheads? Okay. I liked them. Now what's these Oatabix? They're what do really, they? They're actually
2: us? very nice. And also they're not it's Wheat Abix, Oat E with an I. Okay, so step back from the mic. (laughs) Step back from the mic, it's too cold. Right, Um, let's have some news. What now? You think that Otibix and Weetabix debate is news, it's not.
1: <laughs> Surely this is current affairs enough, Otibix or Weetabix, Conservative, it's Conservative, Labour, to... Jews, Muslims, <laughs>
2: Otibix, Weetabix more like.
1: That's what's tearing this country asunder, I'm an Otibix man myself. my daughter tried to marry a Weetabix freak, and that's why I had every orifice in her body sewn shut. Here's the news! At uh, 10 o'clock, this is
0: Andrea Simmons.
1: Well, right then, that were Albion by Baby Shambles. Before that, there was a little bit of news with Andrea Simmons, who I believe has very graciously forgiven us here on Radio Zoo. Listen to Russell Brand. Andrea Simmons has forgiven us, isn't she, Matt?
2: Um, yes, but I don't think we should talk about it too much.
1: Right, because you think we might make it worse. Well, all I will say then is, anja thank you very much for your compassionate forgiveness of our childish behaviour, particularly Match, who was very much the ringleader. <laughs> and that's the end of the situation, in my view. OK, so I've got a few emails I just wanted to read out. Also, I wanted to say that we love Scottish, Welsh, Irish people, everyone from Europe, just general love, you know, because in case people think we're fetishising England a little bit too much on this show. A few more emails. This is from... Sue, uh, she goes, I hope that horse is behaving itself, because she'd not yet heard about Casper's violent attack on me earlier, which actually was captured on video, so we really? might be able to get, um, yeah, for the DVD extras for the film I'm doing. So, yeah, one day you will be able to see the horror that I went through. Anyway, she continues to Sue, saying, in London it is sunny and the trees are coming in a leaf. Prince William and Kate have split up, have they?
2: Yes. What, have what's you going really not on? read a paper?
1: I can't get the papers over here. It's been murder.
2: No, they've split up. He's uh, uh, he's uh, seen someone on? else, apparently.
1: He's seen someone else?
2: Look, it's still very painful for us all here. <laughs> we move on. What,
1: why is he doing it? Why is he, can't he think of England, the throne, Her Majesty?
2: What's up with the lad? The papers put put on the front cover. We can't have another Diana. Cut her loose, sort of thing, even though they're the people making her... You know, like, photographing her all the time, making her unhappy.
1: Someone here is making her a new Diana. I don't know who it is. (laughs)
2: Here's
1: a photo of this new Diana that's being made by someone. When we eventually
2: kill her, we are going to be so nice
0: to her.
1: By God, once she's cold, you'll see some outpouring of grief and remorse from us. We will cash in, year after year, day after day, on that poor girl. Hello, pa- satire. Hello there, we can do sato, Amando, Armando Ian it's shy. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Russell, papers- Russell, Russell,
2: Russell. Yeah, Talking what? of papers, you're in the paper. Yeah. Says you're. Woohoo! Listen to this. Russell Brown's having a glum time filming the Saint Trinian's remake in Hawaii. I'm
1: not doing that in Hawaii. Saint Trinian's is set in England.
2: Locals I've there don't recognise him. The messy-haired comic, 31, moaned, "I don't much care for this not being famous lark. I walk into a restaurant, no one notices. They just think I'm scruffy." Then it goes, I've started dressing a bit like Jesus in sandals, a white vest and linen trousers. Russell, pictured right, said, before revealing he does his own stunts as Flash Harry, I do horse riding, surfing, sexy... You'd think that they do the journalism and think, right, hang on, St Trinians, why is someone in Hawaii doing horse riding, surfing and sexy dancing as Flash Harry? George Cole never done that in St Trinians. They've not pieced together
1: the simplest facts there. They're daft, aren't they, bless they don't them? Try, they just li- do they? They've listened to it, this podcast, thank God someone is, and they've can't put together the most simplest of facts. Yeah, why would I be horse riding and <laughs> surfing and falling in love with a beefcake in my capacity as George Cole's heir apparent? It just doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. Here in this email, right from uh, Sue, who's talking, who told me of uh, the tragic news about Prince William and Kate splitting up. Uh, it says the papers are saying it's because her mother is too middle class and uses words like toilet and pardon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unless she's gone, oh, pardon, I've done a
1: toilet on the Queen's
2: City, I don't really see a problem with it. Hang on, what's so low? Middle class being too low?
1: (laughs) Middle class being too low as opposed to too high, which is the the typical experience of it. Yeah, it's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, cracky, all too middle class. What are they meant to call (laughs) it,
2: then, instead of a toilet? A water closet or something?
1: Uh, I think you're supposed to. I think you're meant to just do that, like put your uh, hand in your armpit and go. Excuse me, Your Majesty. I've got to go and do a, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then go. Pardon me, Mrs. And then just scamper off out the pardon? room. Pardon. be go. Your Majesty, yeah, may I but... have your pardon? That that's not a bad word.
1: Pardon. I don't. Know, I don't know when we you say it, pardon. What after doing a belch or something? Yeah,
2: maybe that's why.
1: Yeah, I think that, that that Kate's family, it sounds to me like they're little more than sort of Biffer Bacon's family. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the Yobbs belching, farting their way through lives, thinking they're getting their hands on the crown, are not on your life. So, um, yeah, and also she continues to sue, who's been bloody, you know, she's been like Reuters to me. She's a premium news agency, right? She goes, other news agencies are available. It goes here, Richard Gere has caused a stir in India by going up to Shilpa Shetty and kissing. Her in public? Is that true?
2: I don't know. I haven't heard about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Matthew, what, have you been living in a cave? For heaven's sake. <laughs> Richard Gere's staggering around Asia, snogging people. Hang on, and how not does Richard Gere
2: know who she is since she was on British Big Brother? He and probably
1: it's... just took a like to her, didn't he? You? you see him in Officer and Gentleman, he couldn't get enough of it. He was all over everybody.
2: Hang uh, breathless. on. Wasn't Richard Gere in Pretty Woman the thing about a prostitute?
1: Yes, yeah, so. Julia
2: Roberts. It's a bit like you and Casper, isn't it? You could find love with Casper, even though he's... Haunted, hoary little past. <laughs> haunted, whore, horse, Casper. you think I could somehow find love with that little haunted, whore, horse? Yeah, put a little mini skirt on him, stand back to back, smile at the camera, <laughs> <laughs> put
1: some leather, fire, boots on him, then I'll turn up outside his stable in my limo. Woohoo! Daddy's here, and I've got some sugar lumps for you! Oh, what a Maybe. Maybe. What a beautiful world it is we're living in. Right, okay, so I'm here now with Peter Solet, who has done the soundtrack to this. Well, we ain't done it yet, because the film's not finished, but he's doing it, and he's a musician. Hello, Peter, here with me hey, in Russell. Hawaii. Hello, hello. Are you enjoying our radio show so far?
3: Yeah, absolutely, it's so much fun to watch you do this.
1: Thank you very much. There is also an audio element to it that cannot be underestimated <laughs> in this
3: medium. Let's hope so. <laughs> let's
1: hope so, because otherwise I'm in <laughs> chaos. Now, before we talk about you, let's talk about me. Of um what have you got any radio programs over in America what like our one that we're doing now
3: uh i don't think there's anything like you russa mm, thank you Dad?
1: thank you very much yeah. that's quite a very professional
3: over there uh, but yeah, I'm very
1: professional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not a shambling sort of minefield sprint <laughs> through taboo. Um, okay, so uh, Peter, your score in this film, have you scored other films in the past?
3: Uh, well, uh, yeah, I did a film called Down in the Valley, which came out uh, last year.
1: That's got Ed Norton in it. It's
3: correct, that's He's correct. He's
1: a damn fine actor, that man, he isn't is, he? He is, yeah. And isn't he your mate and all? He is, absolutely.
3: Is he a nice... We grew up together.
1: You grew up with him? Yeah. What's he like?
3: he's great he's very i mean he's been amazingly supportive uh which has been really nice and uh
1: what do you mean that he's carrying you
3: through life? Like that Ed Norton, much, yeah. nonsense! <laughs> You're a much. brilliant musician.
1: Yeah, do you reckon Ed Norton might come out here to Hawaii and see
3: us? Uh, yeah, I think he is going to come out to Hawaii and see us. Yeah. I
1: oh, know. What if he don't yeah. like? Does it? Has he seen any of my um things like me doing any acting or comedy or anything? I What's don't. See
3: it, it's 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 no. Actually, it's completely. <laughs> he might have. It's completely hilarious that you would bring this up on the radio show because I've kind of been dying to tell you this oh, my God, for what a while, is it? which is that I was over. At Norton's place, um, where we were watching some audition footage. Oh, yeah! And Norton, well, audition for this film. Yeah, and Norton loved your footage and pushed for you hard. Did he? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Ed Absolutely. Norton pushed me hard. I think i feel that?
3: a new crush coming on. <laughs> He'll be here soon, and he i, I don't know if he surfs, but uh, wow! Yeah.
1: Well, he said, "Well, as oh, you know, I mean, I've seen him in Fight Club. I've seen him in History X. I don't care what he does in the ocean. <laughs> he's more than man enough for me, Peter." So okay then. So uh, for people ain't heard of you because we ain't heard of you in England. What's your music like?
3: Uh, Is it nice? <laughs> 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 do you do
1: nice records?
3: I make nice records. <laughs> you uh, do? Yeah, I make nice records.
1: I've heard some of your records, and uh, I like them. You sort of sing a sort of singer-songwriter music, a bit sort of uh, Nick Drake-y, a bit Neil Young-y, sort of nice, sort of soulful, beautiful stuff. Now sounds you sounds
3: better when you say it. It
1: does, doesn't yeah. it? If you say it, it, sounds very arrogant. Although I can, sh- without shame, go, I think I'm the white Richard Pryor. Look at that. I just said it. So, um... um so, um, Peter, what's it been like teaching me how to do singing, which you have been doing for this film? Uh, it's been, a, song in
3: it's it. been fun. It's been a trip. I mean, uh, you. Uh, what's been great is because I'm not usually in the position of teaching someone to do something. Right. It's been great to actually watch you improve at singing the song that we've we've been working on. So.
1: Do you think that um, I could become a genuine pop star? <laughs> <laughs> Snort, Matthew! I've had enough with Casper snorting and bucking me around. I don't know how to put up
3: with you. I mean, if Paris Hilton can be a genuine pop star, I don't see why you can't Oh, that's that damning. That is a
1: sort of insult. That was a damnation. A plastic, meaningless, talentless pop star,
3: he means I could be. Is that what you... That would no. be one of those. Oh. I'd like to be
1: a good one, but anyway, I'm rubbish at doing all that <laughs> stuff. But so sort of, I'll be, all, I'll be all right doing this song in the film, won't I?
3: Absolutely, you're going to be awesome, man.
1: Do you think I'm pretty uh, <laughs> sexy when I'm, I'm doing my <laughs> 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 Do you think
3: I'm
0: pretty Do you want to brush Do you like my hair? <laughs> Can I brush your hair? Then you brush mine. Then we cuddle each <laughs> other till we cry.
3: I wish everyone out there could see Russell as he practiced singing. Specifically, when you did the first go around, the first day I met you, got you in the studio to try and sing the song. That sure. it's a different song than the one. Yeah, try. And <laughs> and and uh, and he he said, uh, Peter, could you come into the to the. To the studio with me, <laughs> and you know everyone else was out in the control room. I said, "Do you want me to be in there with you?" And he said, "I, I think that would be nice." <laughs> so, so I get in there with him. Never met him before. He starts to sing the song. The next thing I know, he's emoting heavily with his hands down his pants, yeah. two feet away from me. Yeah. Two, you know, this is, I I don't know if the cupping of the balls was what it took to to hit the high notes, but uh,
1: that was the way I was serenading you, <laughs>
3: you Peter. <picked us? laughs> it was a great meeting. I was adding an air of eroticism
1: to the proceedings while doing while doing that. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice way for us to meet each other. I think Peter, just the two of us in the studio, yeah. me cupping my own sweaty nuts, singing a very passionate ballad while looking in your eyes, and I also had to watch his lips to get the timing right for the song. Yeah, so that like, one
3: was a little more complicated. Now we, I think what? we can we can say the title of this one, uh, the, the one you're going to sing. It's called "In." This song that's
1: going like, to be in the soundtrack of this film because I. To, like, in in this film, right, I'm playing an English rock star, right? Not bloody George Cole. I'm not playing Minder and also doing surfing and tennis and, and, and limbo dancing while playing, while being John Four in the Sweeney. I'm being, like, it's uh, like, I've got to uh, be a rock star and everything, there's a bit where I have to serenade... My girlfriend, and we sing this song. Or I sing this song called Inside of You, which you Ooh. can clearly hear it's <laughs> got double meaning there.
2: Hello, it's a little bit cheeky. It's a good song, it is. It'll be uh, well, you are have but to, we, wait Russell, to hear Russell, it. We do need to hear mm-hmm. some singing, so why don't you do a scale or something?
1: Oh, <laughs> excellent. There are. Oh, Peter said it's excellent. That wasn't it's a another, proper scale. It's another hit, Pete. We've got another hit on
3: our hands.
0: <laughs>
1: It's Be your Mania all over again. Listen, why don't we listen to one of uh, Peter's records now, and then we can talk more about me. <laughs> right, Peter, what, what is this record
3: that we're going to listen uh, to? This one's called Fly, Sparrow, Fly, and it was the opening title of Down in the Valley.
1: Right, so this was off the soundtrack of this Ed Norton film, and I like that it's called Fly, Sparrow, Fly, because Sparrow is a particularly English sort of a bird. Now, this is being played from the studio in Hawaii. All the rest of them songs come out of London. So this is even more exotic than you might imagine. It's a bit more mellow, so just have a- a little relaxed and perhaps like me when I sing, why don't you cup your own genitalia wherever you are in Europe and the world? Listen to Peter Sallet's song Fly Sparrow Sp- Fly. Oh, <laughs> damn
3: you,
0: God!
1: Damn you! It was such a good intro!
3: He's cupping his own balls as he's giving the intro. He- I just... was, that's what so, distracted
1: yeah. me. I was getting a little bit aroused and I forgot about bloody old language. Damn you, gnome Chomsky, you know nothing of the truth.
2: <laughs> Noam Chomsky.
1: Oh, yeah, we talk about Chomsky, baby! This well, is England! says hun- his
2: name sometimes. <laughs> right, he's a linguist and he doesn't think the government's very nice. Right, now let's listen to Pierce
1: Let's record Fly, Sparrow, Fly. Right, I said it proper. Go on then, Jesse. We'll be... 30 seconds, you lot.
0: <laughs> so sorry.
1: To let fly spatter fly. That Russell, is dear
2: Peter. What? What? That was beautiful and really good and lovely. And yeah. It reminded me of Lou yeah. Reed and it was pretty and lovely. Yeah, but you then... could you could hear me shouting over it. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're joking. It's a kind of duet between a man who can sing beautifully and a weird Englishman who goes,
0: That's four minutes, taps! <laughs> seconds, yeah. yeah? It's going great.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, we could launch Peter in the UK. We could be behind it. Here, Pete, give us a card because i be in the dub. I'm very sorry about that, Peter, but I think it was lovely, wasn't it? It reminds you of Blue Ridge. Yeah, 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 yeah nice. Alright, so what? I made a mistake. I'm not perfect. You make two so mistakes
2: I'm... all over the beautiful music.
1: <laughs> the only mistake I've ever made is allowing you to be on this radio <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Mr. Nibs? What happened to that dear boy. Oh, Where God. is Mr. Nibs? Is he alright?
2: Um, he is also a little dried up key ring of a man now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's going on in that country? William and Kate have split up. Christoph's dead. We're number three in the pop charts. Come on, everybody, concentrate. I'm ruining Peter Selec's career. Two minutes left <laughs> of my career. <laughs> anyway, that's off his album, In the Ocean of the Stars. We've got to get that a distribution deal in the UK, right? I don't know. How do we know how to do things like that, man?
2: Oh, yeah. We've been doing that for years. Right, well, let it be done, then. Let's find one for old Peter
1: Select. Right, so, hold on a minute. There's stuff I want to blather on around, but what are you lot doing? There's people that are in the studio, they're doing really weird gestures. Sorry for, um, desecrating your song there, Peter. Oh, Peter's taking it in a very gentlemanly fashion. It was only a couple of
2: interjections, wasn't it? Well, it's good. It means Uh, that people can't rip it off and sell
3: it online now. That's true. It'll be the, the Russell Brand version. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, my, this the song that we're doing on the soundtrack, it's sort of a slow sort of song, and do you think that I have that kind of uh, soulful, melodic quality that you have to your voice, Peter? God, what a can...
3: compliment fisherman.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, when you have your hands down your pants, it certainly helps. It
1: certainly <laughs> lifts things, doesn't it? Right, hold on, we've got some more emails here. Dear Russell and Matt says, Charlie, aged 13. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, you little laughable scamp. You're a little b***h! of a boy (laughs) (laughs) that don't matter it's only a word he'll be alright my friends in my class have all heard of you and love you but don't download your podcast so can you help me to persuade them to download your podcast because I can't do it myself oh Charlie listen Charlie you can do whatever you want you can achieve anything in life all you gotta do is believe in your little old self Charlie now march into no Charlie yeah just what you gotta do (laughs) is just encourage just to let people do what they like basically in life right I've got another email here it's from Michael <laughs> King yeah we all know so uh, it says hey there <laughs> Russell that's and Mikey Mac- who works on the uh, show uh,
2: that's Mikey King. we can
0: uh, oh really <laughs> 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 well, it says
2: Russell you have to be at the studio at this time we're recording from it's brilliant this
1: hello is <laughs> little bossy, this guy, a little didactic in tone, telling me how and when to do radio (laughs) shows. Still, nonetheless, yeah, but it's interesting, then, that it's come from Michael (laughs) King, the twerp production assistant, who's dicking around with our radio show, because it actually says, I miss you, Russell. I spoke to Mr. Nibs on MySpace. He said he didn't know what interning meant, and I had to explain it to him. P.P.S. Mikey has a lovely, sexy voice. Can we get Mikey, our um, Scottish engineer? Um, in here. the studio. Mikey, come and say some things into the microphone, you smug Scottish twerp.
2: What, what would you like me to say? Why don't we do what we rehearsed before the programme?
1: Why don't you say something along the lines of, I'm Mikey, I'm a shameless pervert.
2: I'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops.
1: Oh, that's how we, the way we test the time delay on this show, right, is that I don't we... tell we, people we, that, it's That's
2: embarrassing.
1: No, it's not. It's brilliant. What we do is we use a phrase that we both know well, that we know the rhythm of and the timing of, and the only thing that we can ever think of. Right, let's see how long the delay is, because I'll say something over here in Hawaii. You complete that sentence over there in London. Okay, here we go. I'd rather have a bowl of... Cocoa Pops. Good lad, Matthew. That means there's only a tiny little delay there, and we all love delicious cocoa pops. Peter, when,
2: pops I it, when I said cocoa pops, did it sound <laughs> ethereal and beautiful?
0: <laughs> did it have a certain angelic quality to it, Peter? Did it sound like Archangel Gabriel had come down from the cloud kingdom and sung a record? <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you like Matt's cocoa pops, Peter?
3: You actually want to respond to that? Fantastic! It was incredible. Thank there you. Thank you. Are. It was beautiful.
1: Listen, I've you the songs? <laughs> let's just leave it with coco pops morgan you're already you're flying too high boy you're like icarus you like icarus you'll get bored down your wings will melt your wings will melt um yeah okay we've got some more emails and stuff here this one's from someone called himself jess and jesse is the name of our engineer here in hawaii who looks Ooh. to me he's a lovely fella uh he's i mean i don't like to judge but. people but he looks like he might take a lot of the old marijuana yes he did nothing to deny it that's an offense that's a federal offense in the u.s of states okay so here's an email from another jess he's angry about that jess i'm sorry about this accusation i'd like to take it back and uh, he's an innocent man at work Hello there, Russell and Matt. I'm just emailing you because you said you were totally lonely. No, I'm not, I'm alright. And also to tell you that I live on your new road. Woohoo! It's an awesome road, because I've bought a new house. Anyway, the reason you're hemorrhaging money into this house, as you recently said in your Guardian article, is because your builders never seem to work. Oh. They never work, my builders. Right, we've ratted them out. Do your jobs, you bloody builders. Right, they never seem to work. When Jamie Oliver was moving in here, Jamie Oliver lives down my street. That's good, isn't it? Because right, Mockney Road. All right, here, Jamie. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we. Right, I'll do something. Yeah, we're sorry, <laughs> aren't we? Living in absolute <laughs> million-pound houses. <laughs> yeah, blimey, I love a duck. Do oh, you remember <laughs> the old days on Rumford Market? I'll bloody stripe ya. Right, okay, then it continues. Jamie Oliver, when Jamie Oliver was moving in here, name-dropping, name-dropping. Now, Matt, you've got a catchphrase, because he's put name-dropping, name-dropping, this Jess character. builders used. His builders used to wash their cars. Yours aren't that bad, but your house seems to have looked the same for weeks. I'm not a strange house pervert. It's just a small road, as I presume you know, because you're moving in. And there's a really cool fish shop nearby. What? I'm being vegetarian. If Christoph isn't really dead, there are heaps of cool toys and... F- oh, right, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> sure. Oh, I'll get you. All right, dear. I'm oh, sorry. Old Nanny was a bit behind. Her pups are playing up. There's heaps of really cool toys and fish, friends. Maybe even a tortoise. It's pretty crazy. Anyway, uh, I didn't know the shrine was such a high-security place. Oh, right, because I've seen all the cameras set up around my house. That's really? right. The, sh- the shrine cameras, must be there. safe. Yeah. Because it got to be safe, ain't it?
2: Oh, right. I thought you were just living in some sort of 24-hour TV show now. <laughs> yeah, why
1: not? Well, let's get rid of that final shred of dignity that I've maintained. Okay, later on in the show, we'll talk to Tim Westwood, who's, uh, we ransacked his buttons last week, didn't we? I'd like to... Oh, hello. I don't mind if I do. So I'd like to find out how Westwood feels about that. Is there anything you want to say to Westwood, Matthew? Um... No. like to remind him, remember that time we were hanging out with him, we went round his house and that, and I took, I pulled my trousers down,
0: Russell, Russell, oh, pull up your, tr- please man, pull your trousers up, guy. I remember no, when he said good. to me
2: that he, uh, he goes, I, I'm, I'm in my crib at one o'clock, I can't sleep, so I took some sleeping tablets and now feel drowsy, and I went, alright, were well, they like, you know, special ones, sort of thing, I thought he might have <laughs> got them from a, a dealer, he goes, no, I just got them from my mum. <laughs> <laughs> and what about that time? What about that time
1: when we was filming with him, right? And it uh, was just standing. We had to do this bit at the end of a little VT, videotaped item, where we all walked off. Me, uh, Westwood, his mate Dre, and I think a couple of other people. The director goes, "Oh, just walk past camera in any direction you like." And we was, and like Westwood gestured towards this sandwich shop, which I believe was called something like Spencer's, right? And we were sort of going, "Oh, which direction should we walk off? Walk off in?" And Westwood goes, "Um." If you like, we can, uh, walk into Spencer's. After three o'clock, all sandwiches are a pound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: sandwiches are a pound. That's really good to have that voice, isn't it? Because you, when you've got that voice, sometimes you have to just be saying normal stuff. It's lovely. Like, what well, about that time, Matt, when we saw him, when we were down Carnaby Street, and he came over, and we had to do that hip-hop hug and everything, and, um... He goes, oh, I see you at this cafe. I come to this cafe quite a lot myself. They do porridge. That <laughs> <laughs> is really lovely. You gotta love Westwood, the big dog. He'll be coming on this show in a little while. We'll be having a chat to him. Matthew, would you like another musical choice? Yes, please. Right, go it's on, a, what are you going to have? Going Is underground. it Peter select or is it me?
2: <laughs> it's going underground, but could you just sort of MC over this by going,
1: Five seconds, chaps! <laughs> yeah, I think what would really improve Weller's lyrics would be me going, I can see a pelican out of the window!
2: Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen okay. a pelican out of a window?
1: No, I see some turtles and that. Shall we listen? Let's listen to the jam. This is a jam going underground. Russell Brand on Radio 2. That was the jam going underground. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. Got some lovely emails here. This one's from Matt Linley, writing from Tokyo. I think that the reason, says dear Matt, that your podcast is no longer number one is because you have now got an international audience. I listen to it as I ride the Tokyo subway every morning. As I'm squashed among the faces, chests and buttocks of early morning commuters. (laughs) Sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Let's go to Tokyo. Sounds pretty wild. Just get greased up and... Ride the subway all morning, mainly salary men and office ladies. I often find myself grinning like an idiot. How does it feel to have your podcast called an oasis in a sea of writhing humanity? Sounds all right, don't it? Quite mm. nice. I like it, that. Oh, and also, oh, it's nice to hear Weller just then. Weller and Gallagher and the, the Mod Fathers. Oh, how I miss those boys. How I miss sort of, uh, indie rock music and mods and whatnot. But who have we got now on the line, Matt Morgan? Why, it's none other than the big Tim dog himself. Westwood. Oh, it's Tim Westwood. Westwood, hello there. Yo, what's up, Russell? Nice to speak to you, my brother. It's good to speak zero and all. I'm in Hawaii, of course.
0: Oh, no doubt, because you're big like that, and I respect that, man.
1: I'm glad that you respect the fact that I'm big. I'm yes. not famous in Hawaii, Tim. For real? Yeah, I don't no. like it. Oh, people ain't feeling you up there. Man, they ain't feeling me, Westwood. They ain't feeling oh, me. Yeah, it's
0: terrible, man. It's not a good look, man. But I it's find not those a ex- good look. I find those experiences like humbling, man. Sometimes when I go somewhere overseas and nobody knows me and nobody cares and no one pays attention and I'm just like this white dude in the club, which I ain't getting no action or, or, or no energy around me. It's like <laughs> yo, it humbles me, man. It, it really, you know, makes me realise. What life would be like, you know, if I wasn't a DJ and it scares me and that gets left in the morning early. <laughs> yeah, that's dark. No yeah, one needs man, you that, don't Westwood. That, man. It really makes you just work hard, man, because you don't want to lose this little bit of shine that, you know, you can get. Yeah, not <laughs> only shine,
1: though, is it, Westwood? Sometimes it's a bit of how's your father, isn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you know. You know, Sometimes it's a bit of the old monkey business, isn't it, Westwood? <laughs> no, my brother, I'm strictly in it for the music. I keep, I keep focused, man. That's one of my, the, the, one of the secrets to my success, man. I, I do it for the music, man. I, I do it. For, you are uh, in it for the
1: music. No exactly, one's disputing that. You are the most focused man in the hippity hop movement.
0: <laughs> Thank you, sir. I, I, you know, you know, it's easy to get sidetracked, man. It's easy to, like, you, you, you know, just to go out there and get confused. It's also easy, in my opinion, like, you know, to get. A Little gas, start feeling yourself like you know what I mean. Get a little carried away with yourself. Go and it keep is, the ball
1: grounded. I get properly carried away. Hey Westwood, what do you make of um, Matt being in your studio and tinkering with your buttons and sending you that answer phone message? Hey,
0: uh, yo, know, number one, I, I think he sent it to the wrong number because I never got it. Bloody hell,
1: <laughs> you and bungling amateurs. It's like working with the three stooges
0: and one of them ain't turned exactly. up. Exactly. So, I, I you really need to say what message. And the, yeah. the other thing is, man, I'm like I'm really glad he's blasting off, right? Because in that studio, man, you can really blast off and do what you've got to do on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, that's no, good. I bet. It's, it's
2: cool, a devil man. set yeah, free but, from mean, Russell.
0: <laughs> you see, the thing with that studio is you've got enough room for you to learn dance moves and dance steps <laughs> and get up your, on your reggae game. <laughs> exactly. You can pull <laughs> You can drop bombs. You know. <laughs> Bus shot, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you can really get it going on up there. It's oh, yeah. yeah, I remember when I was on your
1: radio show, Tim, and I had to learn them dance moves. I think they were like the Crazy Frog and the Dutty Wine, Willy I believe they uh, were called. Uh, the Willy Bounce. The one Bounce. you
0: actually uh, specialised in and really perfected and then performed on stage at the most ghetto spot of all was the Willy yeah. Bounce.
1: Yeah, and you said I was a ghetto superstar as a result of that, uh, Mr. Yeah, Westbrook. a
0: ghetto celebrity, brother. Yeah, when you yes. that, that people thought i had booked you through your agent. <laughs> 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 they, they, they didn't understand why your name wasn't on the flyer.
1: <laughs> that is the quality of the moves I was <laughs> dropping there.
0: Exactly, man. You were a ghetto superstar dog, and your willy bounce game was strong.
1: My willy bounce game has always been perhaps the strongest part of my game. <laughs> although I, I do sometimes cup it while recording. <laughs>
0: It's a problem, but the Willie Bounce was was in effect, baby, and you know, you got a lot of respect for that, man. Thank you very much. My Willie Bounce has often
1: cost me respect, so it's about time it started earning me some. <laughs> Westwood, have you got anything you want to promote?
0: Oh, man! You know it's going down every Sunday at 9.30pm as we premiere the new episodes of Pimp My Lights UK, the brand new series. Now, this Sunday, we pimp a white van, and we do it up something crazy, and, you know, there's even a moment in there where I think you would approve where I'm actually sitting sitting on a toilet inside this van.
1: That sounds pretty damn sexy, Westwood.
0: (laughs) Exactly! (laughs) Did you have your trousers and pants down? Yeah, I, I, was, I was doing a number one and two at the time. You are a beautiful man. There's nothing <laughs> the he can't do. do. The things I do for my ride. The, the big do
1: dog on the ones pressure. and twos. <laughs> yeah, you'll stop at nothing. Exactly. Westwood, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks for coming so on our show and thanks for promoting uh, your Come stuff on, on guys, our show. And thank you, you for kidding. letting us press your buttons.
0: Oh, John, Any time, Russell. You can come round my house and drop the bomb any time of the week, brother. I'd love to, but I
1: remember when I did come round your house and drop my trousers, you had a little panic. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't right,
0: Russell. It wasn't <laughs> right. It was inappropriate. It was I, I inappropriate. I mean, I think it's important to understand. You know, everyone listening now, it's okay to wear wife fronts. It's still okay because Russell wears them when he does the willy bounce. <laughs> I certainly
1: do. Tim Westwood there! Listen to all the things he does, watch the things he does that are visual, particularly him dropping ones and twos. Thank you, Tim Westwood. <laughs> Thanks, baby! Hey, we would ask you if you wanted to make a request, but I don't know if we'd have
0: it. Uh, this is the brand new 50 Cent. Yo, man, I nearly had to sack Dre. Dre's my right-hand man. Like, I nearly had to sack him on, Why'd you have um... to sack Dre? I, you know, on Saturday, what happened? I was on the phone, like during the show, I had to take a call. I was on the phone, just, you know, on the phone. I said, Yo, Drake, put the new 50 Cent on. I was still on the yeah. phone, and like, he pressed, he didn't know what to do because the track was running out, so he put on another 50 Cent, but it was 50 Cent in the club. What's wrong with that boy? Of, mixed on top of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine? This on has the undermined phone, you. I came off the phone and it was Thomas the Tank Engine playing with 50 Cent in the Cup on top of it. It was a terrible look, my brother. It was a terrible look for you. Oh, terrible. So it was like, yo, Dre, I think you're gonna have to leave the building. I think you're out of here. But the response on the Texas
1: was intense. I think you really need to play that record right now. What, Thomas the Tank Engine? with 50 Cent in the club, It's a go,
0: baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll try and pull that out for you, Mr. Westwood. Yeah, that's the joint I'd like to hear. Because Thomas the Tank Engine is big. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put that joint together. Yeah, man. Put that joint on, Ralph. If there's one record I need to hear, it's that one. <laughs> right, we're going right. to do it. Tim Westwood, there. You need that Thank you very much.
1: Westwood. Oh, we need Westwood. it. <laughs> there he is, Tim Westwood. Everyone. Have we got Thomas the Tank Engine Fifty Cent there? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Well, this is. We're meant to be celebrating. England, but you know Westwood is a great English. Oh, no, I mean Britain, Europe. Uh, but, but Westwood is a great English cultural icon. So let's stick well, let's on. Let's just ignore Spitty his Centrum.
2: requests. He won't know. Really. <laughs> That's true.
1: How's <laughs> he ever gonna <laughs> press his buttons? How will he ever know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> let's put on his thing. Shall okay, we? Come yeah. on, put his thing on. Okay, you ready? Right, then. right this is in the club uh, <laughs> as requested by uh, G- G- Timothy Westwood. There he
0: goes. Go shout it, it's your birthday We gon' party like it's your birthday We gon' sip a like it's your birthday and you know we don't give a. It's like your birthday. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of booze. My mind got what you need. If you need to fill of I mean, I have a buzz, I'm in the house of sex. I'm into making love. So come give me a hug. If you're in there getting rough, you can find me in the club. Bottle full of booze. My mind got what you need. If you need to fill I mean, I have a buzz, I'm in the house of sex. I'm into making love. So come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. When I grew up out front, you see the Benz on do it. I wrote 20 deep, so it's drama in the club. Yeah. Now that I wrote with Dre, everybody show me love. When we sell game, then we can we celebrate? Let me. Plenty of coffee love with homie Ain't nothing to change Roll down cheese up I see Exhibit in the cutting Man roll the trees up I should watch how I move Them sticks before I play a pimp Been hit with a few shells But now I don't walk with it in In the hood In the letter Say 50 you hot uh-huh. They like me I want to love me Like they love pop But i in New York
1: so that was going out to the big dog himself, Tim Westwood. That's Thomas the Tank Engine and 50 Cent. I like it. I mean, you know, it's a glorious fusion of two worlds, Thomas the Tank Engine and 50 Cent. And perhaps it's best that Tim Westwood operates between those two opposing poles. Nice. He's a lovely guest, isn't he? He's very upbeat, isn't he, Matt? He's a good man. He's a very fine gentleman. He's a very fine... Englishman very fine asset to our islands okay then so um right this radio programs nearly an end it's been good though hasn't it
2: Oh, it's been fun it's, all oh, right it's for you you're warm. in the evening are we have to get up like fishermen come and do this ha <laughs> ha
1: do you the power of good it will to get up you don't like doing anything you're a very lazy young man Matt, that is not you always true. Have been. that
2: is not true
1: yeah we've got to write a film now
2: I've done about... one
1: right we've got <laughs> what is it about me no That's no good then, is it? Well, look, I've got lots of opportunities out here in Hollywood now, so if we think of a nice film idea, we can do it. Uh, Why don't you send your ideas for films about old Russ to (laughs) russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Turtle Bay Resort. At Turtle Bay. It's bloody lovely old Turtle Bay. Make me feel powerful with your emails. So, yeah, or you can send it to russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Or Turtle Bay. It's up to you, really. You are free people. Do as you will. One day we'll overthrow the government and build a GLORIOUS EMPIRE! But for now, let's just trouble the reception staff at a holiday resort. Um, yeah, so think of some film ideas. Matthew, we'd we'd better do one, cos it'd be nice to be, you know, in Hollywood, calling the shots, wouldn't
2: it? Is this a production meeting or a radio show now? I'm a a little lost. (laughs)
1: Lost? Now there's a show! That works! (laughs) I could play that tubby guy, but got thinner! (laughs) He's a lovable character, he? He does need to get thinner,
2: doesn't he? Cos there was that problem with him still being a large gentleman. And it didn't make yeah. sense in the story. If he was stranded right. on a desert island, what was he eating?
1: I know. I remember you trying to make me ask him that question when he came on our chat show. You go, now come if you're on a desert island. <laughs> you look like you're eating a, a herd of cows every half hour. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that po- what's, you... what's happened to That polar bear, Did you put it in a sandwich? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, come Russell, on. you're going to hey.
2: be... Whoa. He's a what? hero in hawaii he married um, a hawaiian woman because they were filming there do you remember that lady was with him
1: i like him <laughs> and you know you've how offended I shall... him
2: you should Shut be made up. to go and live on the smallest island
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'd like it there because that's called wiggly eye chai kiki Koo, and that's one of the nicest ones now listen right i like that bloke off uh lost right so uh and now i express myself through humor and comedy everyone knows that i do it affectionately don't know so don't judge me yeah <laughs> <laughs> guess what right uh what, what, got... what? <laughs> right send us an email Russell.brand, bbc.co.uk. that's what i say when i think i'm not being professional enough so um listen right Same you do some it, funny
2: gear changes mate
1: yeah well i'm a funny man listen i've got no, some sort of out it Shut up. I got sunburned. <laughs> I got sunburned.
2: Really? Excellent. Go and play in the garden.
0: I <laughs> love you! Here, I found another worm. Can I cuddle it? Can I put clothes on it? <laughs>
1: I got sunburned. There's some content for you. Shut up, because it oh, was good. God, tell me Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got sunburned but in an amusing way. Oh, please do tell us the story. Well, it's a funny thing that happened. I was lying on a beach here in Hawaii where I'm making this I was, I was. I was there on the beach. Mike wasn't there that day. Uh, and uh, Marsha, my assistant, who's meant to put a suntan lotion on me, did it correctly. What? <laughs> it's part of
2: her job No, no wonder she nods. Earlier, you thought she was nodding. She's just nodding because she's lost it. You don't know man. You
1: Marcia, there.
0: That on you me, You weren't there.
2: You weren't there. Master, Master, it. You're burning me.
1: <laughs> she didn't put it properly under my eyebrows, so I was wearing red spectacles. Sun spectacles. What? You know, and the, you, yeah. Hang on,
2: I can understand her putting it on your back, but on your face. <laughs> she didn't put it under my eyebrows. You've got massive eyebrows.
1: <laughs> she, she didn't distribute it correctly. I pity any that man that gets involved... her there in the background
2: wailing, she's, laughing, chewing her fists? She's
1: giggling. She's, 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 g- <laughs> she's giggling about her own incompetence. <laughs> now, what, <sighs> Robert Tom, Robert Tom did it <laughs> <not>. <laughs> What I will say is that any man that gets involved with my assistant, Marsha, is a fool. Anyone listening to this thinking of getting in a relationship with Marsha Brown, my assistant <laughs> is proper crackers because she don't know how to distribute cream...
2: Over someone's face. What did That's you what do? I will say Go about to else. her room, knock on the door, open the door.
0: You've made me look an idiot. Look at my face. It's red. Under the eyebrows. Look at it. Look at me. I'm wearing ridiculous blinkers. You're
1: I'm allowed an to idiot pinch to... you now, Marsha. As hard as I lack. You can name a limb, but I will pinch it. How
0: Don't can believe Mike... me. check can...
1: your contract? There's a pinching clause. Look at the pinching clause. Look at the pinching clause. How can Mike ever love me now? How will <laughs> ever settle for me i look a complete fool woman so
2: oh, yeah actually, she really does very... put. Uh, she put ice cream <laughs> she puts uh, stuff on your face for you yeah
1: why not? Russell? So else gonna that's do it?
2: Abuse of your staff.
1: <laughs> my staff are among the happiest slave staff on this island, <laughs> let me tell you. Marsha, get the body cream. <laughs> Marsha, I have a little fissure. There's oh, something, oh, oh, <laughs> something slivering out. Poke it back in with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, come on, it's all good, clean fun, isn't it? Some bird
2: in the paper says you're like a smelly Jack Sparrow. How dare she? Who was it? Cassie. Fair enough. I did treat her very
1: badly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, uh, yeah, she's uh, out of wags, isn't she? Footballers' yeah. Yeah. wags or something. She yeah, says. well, fair enough, though, because like, she's like um, when someone's in my stand-up, I talk about that uh, story she sold to a newspaper, and I have a quite proper old dig at her. She was a nice girl, actually. I went round her family's house. They were all they were all, all right, really. It's only a bit of fun. But yeah. st- anyway, Jack Sparrow, he's still, still played Johnny, by Johnny Depp. Depp. I know. So a um, smelly version of Johnny Depp, that's all right, Johnny Depp who ain't washed his nuts, it's still bearable, isn't it? Yeah, and you Did don't, you don't be smell. sick then? Who, mate? Thank you. Yeah, I just thought I heard someone stifling vomit. Well, that's obviously Perhaps one, of, that was one <laughs>
2: of the women behind you. That's probably the collective sound of a nation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, all right, hold on, why don't we listen to one more track, then we'll have a bit of poetry from Mr. G. We'll wrap up this whole crazy nightmare, shall okay, we?
2: Yeah, let's listen to Live Forever by our good friend Noel.
1: Yeah, let's listen to Noel Gallagher. I hope he's listening to the radio show. Noel, Sarah, your little baby, what you grind between you. We send you all the love in the world. And we'd like to dedicate your own song, Live Forever, to you. Because that's the sort of power we have. (laughs) This is Russell Brand on Radio 2. Maybe. Oasis, live forever. We've dedicated that to Noel Gallagher. It's his own song. We're democating it right back to him. Um, so there's a few things to wrap up. Uh, apparently, Christoph died because of swim bladder. That's why Christoph oh, the fish yeah. that we rescued from Brum, died, something to do with swim bladder. Long may he rest. Let's get more fish now. If you know we can get more fish to live in Wogan studio, send uh, information to russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Also, uh, the song Motorcycle Emptiness by the Manics was... About a time that uh, one
2: of their motorbikes got nicked, we have learned. So you uh, learned all these things in that song
1: because Matthew, it's all there in the lyrics and in Liam's particularly a charismatic vocal. You can find the answer to most of life's questions. <laughs> Let's um, thank our guests on the show, the lovely Tim Westwood and his wonderful choice of track, the brilliant Peter select Let's get him. Remember, we'll Do we want to get him a record? He can get his own bleeding record deal. Is He's that a our very talented man? But we can help. He's him. a talented man. We can help him. Right, we'll try and help him somehow. Matthew, go and write a film this instant, laying around. I don't care what time of day it is, young man. You're squandering them gifts, interfering with yourself, seeing what you can fit under your foreskin. Go and write a film. What now to su- <laughs> nothing? Now to summarise this <laughs> to summarise this brilliant piece of radio, why don't we get the poet laureate of this show, the fantastic Mr. G, to summarize a show and create some atmosphere for him. Woo yeah, oh Mr. G, yeah, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Have you it's, missed me, G? Have you missed me? Yeah, I've missed you. I've missed you. <laughs> missed you. <me. laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this poem is called Let's Go Video. If they were to shoot a movie of your life, to whom would you assign the limelight? Or the soundtrack for the main actors as you shout lights, camera, action. The saga begins. Shh. The audience listens in. Awaiting for the start of your drama to begin. Take one. Serve God breaks off unrequited love. Kristoff's whisked off to the heavens above, sunburnt bruises, horse prostitution on heat-spotted page with a dodgy constitution. Take two. As ball-cupping Russell gets into tune, 30 seconds, G! Westwood's pink porridge is due! <laughs> so can a video camera aperture ever truly recapture the cinematic banter of the talkative two? Hey. <laughs> Mr.
0: G! <laughs> it's
1: all on the mic. It's all on the yeah, yeah. mic, though, isn't it? Okay, so what a fantastic show it's been. Thank you once again for everyone who's contributed. Thank you for listening. Thank you to the good people of Russell Brand, Fat & Sight, Dogs. Thank, thank, thank me, thank me. Matthew, you're such a lovely, clever boy. What endless talent, what rivers of talents, are why I could surf on the ocean of your talent for an eternity, don't, and I fall in love with that. you and you day. Don't bring every me into day. that world of you and mine. <laughs> Come into the homoerotic cauldron of love <laughs> that I'm stirring up here. So, okay, yeah, thanks, everyone. Keep listening, enjoy the news, download the podcast, tell your friends, and remember to always slander The Apprentice and Scott Mills, who are truly evil. Enjoy okay, the so, news? Why not enjoy? Join the news. Get into it. See, That's new stuff. <laughs> okay, so listen to the news with Andrea Simmons. Thanks, everyone. We'll be here next week broadcasting from Hawaii with more beauty. Download the podcast. Bye,
2: love you. Miss boy, you, boy. miss you, dear.
1: Yes, yes, miss you, miss you. <laughs> Bye. And here is the news at 11 o'clock. This is Andrea Simmons.